Come in, damn it. You're sure a punctual bastard. Welcome to the podcast at Orgy Castle. Sit back, darling, and enjoy with your hosts, Derek and Paula. Welcome to another episode of Podcast at Orgy Castle, yeah, people. Yeah, degenerates, welcome. Uh, like a deflated balloon, we walk into this episode watching yet another Emmanuel film. Uh... I will leave it up to you folks to determine what the score is so far on the Manuel scale and our trip through Emmanuelville. So far, we were 0 for 1. You'll have to wait to the end of the episode to find out where we lie now on this. Or maybe just like in five seconds when, <laughs> when I start to describe this movie. Oh, God. <laughs> uh. I know. I think we we briefly talked on the last episode about the Emmanuel series. Um, I've seen some of them that are kind of fun and they're fluffy and Felicity really reminded me of most of the Emmanuel stuff that I've seen. It was the Australian Manuel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. On the podcast so far, we have yet to find an Emmanuel film that even remotely resembles that. Yeah. This, um, this didn't do it. I think we are jumping into just random off-title Emmanuel films. Yeah, I think you're right. We haven't hit the the Sylvia Crystals or the the canon Laura Gemser. Yeah, will. instead of a Laura Gemser movie that was something else yeah. entitled. Yeah. Um, this week, The Inconfessible Orgies of Emmanuel, directed by one of our favorite directors, yes, Jesus Franco. Yes. And co-directed by Lena Romay. Really? Yes. Oh, well, that's why there was so much hot lesbian action at the beginning. Just at the beginning? Well, for the first 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before, before we go a, into all the insane uh, plot twists in this movie. There was a plot? No, there wasn't. I'm being no. facetious. At okay, this point. okay. Um, I'm looking at my Plex right now, and this okay. is what it says. Emmanuel is recently reunited with her husband, but at the next party, she gets drunk and strips nude for his friends. Like you do. Later, he returns to his lover. Then, a sober Emmanuel tries to redeem herself, but her husband refuses to forgive. She travels to see him, gets raped on the way by two delinquents, like and enters a life of vicious sex to forget him. Hmm. Is that what happened? Ah, slightly. Whoever wrote this must have paid as much attention as I did to this movie. <laughs> How many gifts for sleep can you find? Uh, I found quite a bit. You did. You in did. In the span of an hour and 24 minutes, I found quite a number of sleep gifts. You did. Not your not your jam. Uh <laughs> The first 20 minutes of this movie, how would you describe the first 20 minutes of this movie, Paula? Well, there was a guy walking around a castle on a mountain in a navy blue blazer with khaki pants and a glass of champagne talking to himself. Yeah, this is all a a story that he's recounting to himself Mm -hmm. because he's a noble Spaniard, we end up finding out. 
noble Spaniard. Yeah, he's a noble Spaniard. Is uh, Mary had had just so perfectly on the nose nailed. He is the Spanish version of Julian from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> So he's Spanish Julian. He was a voyeur. He was the creepy guy lurking with a drink in his hand constantly. So we have this guy telling us the story of his time with Emmanuel. And Emmanuel in this world, in this movie, she is married to a diplomat who is gone quite frequently. So she is off on sexual escapades all across the countryside. Yeah. And this is one of them. Mm -hmm. So the first scene we see the diplomat and Emmanuel go to a wax museum and proceed to have sexy time on a dirty wax museum floor. Another fucking on the floor thing right in front of Bogey and Bacall with Liza Minnelli from Cabaret looking on. And and, and Liz from Cleopatra over here. Yeah. And pants fucking. So right off the bat, we have two huge check marks against this first opening sequence. Yeah, this there was a lot of pants fucking and pants raping. There's movie. some pants rape in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Wrangler yeah. rape. Because when you're having a a breezy, fluffy, sexy movie, you have to have rape. Okay. We will we will come back to your comment about this being sexy <laughs> later. I was just saying, okay, okay, can I? May I? You may because sexy, sexy and they have so many quotation marks. I, I cannot put enough quotation marks around the word sexy. It was so, supposed to be a sexy movie. If Franco and Rome were like helming this thing, it was supposed to be. But motherfucker, did it miss the mark? I have a feeling Franco and Rome were out doing something else while this movie was happening. A cocaine and quaaludes? Oh, my gosh. So this opening sex scene goes on for about 10 minutes. Well, actually, the sequence goes on for about 10 minutes. He comes in about two seconds. Yeah, not a lot of stamina in this movie, is there? There's no. a lot. Of, there's a lot. There's a lot of female stamina. There's some hot, like female on female sex scenes, but the ones with men are like, is that it? That's terrible. It's really, terrible. really. That's that's it, boy. That really makes me want to go out and have sex with a man right now. Nope, none nope, of these men. Not nope, 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 nope. Not a nope, single nope, one nope. of them. And we'll get to one of probably hands down the most hilarious sex sequences I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> A little bit later, but we got to forge on because there's just so much to talk about with the inconfessible orgies of Emmanuel. There was not one single inconfessible orgy. No, there's no nothing that couldn't be confessed. And there are no orgies. No, the the episode of Erotica that we watched before this that was talking about pussy talk with that chick in the uh, confessional talking about how her bare pussy is on the wood and she makes her horny. That was sexier than anything that happened in this entire movie. There were, there were, like I said, there were a couple of girl and girl scenes that were kind of cool, but you could tell that they were fake. Like the everything. one, the one, yeah, every, everything was fake. And then the scenes with the men, seriously, did they even get to two pump chump? No, not no. a single one of them. No. And then the woman's all like, ah, ah. girl. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but I've had sex. <laughs> Once or twice. Maybe. A couple times. A couple times. I, a couple times. I have a frame of reference is what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. And that, that doesn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't cut it. That, that is not, yeah. Throw me down on the floor. No foreplay. Stick your dick in me for 30 seconds. And then I'm in. in Pass the next, out on top of me. Yeah. Um, 
No. <laughs> uh, well, Mm-mm. we don't want to disappoint the viewers, so we're going to move on to yet another sexy scene where um, <laughs> the diplomat and Emmanuel show up at a strip club in which our next lead female yeah. lazily dances for 20 minutes. Okay, this woman looks makes me look like a hummingbird. I am a human house cat. And she makes me look like I'm a hummingbird. I love that gold lame jumpsuit she had on. That was fabulous. But yeah, her strip tease was, it made some of the ones. And what was the last flesh movie that we watched? The, the curse of her flesh. Yeah, the, the hump in the air chick. Yes. Yeah, that was. She was a contortionist compared she, to the dancer in this movie. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. That was, that was, um, but she then went on to seduce every person in the film. Yeah, which is quite shocking because the vast majority of her dance was her standing, smoking, and lightly gyrating her hips. Yeah, good for gig twenty you, minutes. Good gig if you can get it. No, nobody ever paid me for that. So you know? I, I almost I, felt like this was the reverse of an Andy Milligan movie, where nothing happens, but nobody is talking in this movie. Mm. It's just we're just watching a person stand still and smoke. For 20 minutes. Yeah. I, it, the more I think about it, the more this was some strange form of, not strange form, it's Franco, so it can't be strange. Just a form of his voyeurism just kind of taking over. And this is Absolutely. like, you know, we're, we're watching Franco be a voyeur, but at this point in time, it's not necessarily as jazzy as it once was. And uh, when was this made? Do you know? In 1982. Okay, so Franco was way past his prime at this point. Yep. This, uh, with you saying that, that's exactly what this movie is. Imagine, listeners, that you were the kind of creep that just wandered around (laughs) and looked in windows and watched people. That's what the experience of watching the inconfessible orgies of Emmanuel is like, because half of the scenes, we look through windows and bars and watch people barely in frame maybe doing something sexy because because it's the husband sneaking around trying to watch his wife doing whatever the fuck it is she's doing the noble spaniard the the noble spaniard in the double-breasted blue blazer and the khaki pants with a glass of champagne (laughs) walking down the mountain road pontificating to himself about his slutty wife emmanuel yeah and his you know prowess as a noble spaniard lover yeah, which he takes out on the uh, lazy stripper eventually. Do you think that maybe all of this narration that's going on, he's kind of like um, Agent Cooper talking to Diane. He's got a tape recorder next to him and he's just, you know, he's writing his memoirs. I think so, but I don't think Diane's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any woman should listen to this guy. I don't, I don't think any woman should either. It was uh, some of the some of those the sex scenes with the women at the beginning were kind of cool, but then at the same time, like this was a movie that had a lot of, and I can't put enough quotation marks around the word sex in it. But <laughs> it's all the movie was. It's all the movie was, but it didn't it didn't come through because I mean, it, it's not blocked well. Like every no, single sex no. scene, you don't see anything. No. It's so awkward. No. And again, you have that look where you're looking at someone and you're like, is he fucking her belly button? Because the, the again, the blocking, the <laughs> positioning is like so odd. And they have these two women like going down on each other, which is one of my favorite things. But, <laughs> but, this, 
Well, it is, but but the way that they did it was not one of my favorite things because you could tell that they weren't really doing it. And so it was that, you know, getting into like trying to do like, it was definitely soft core. There was no penetration or whatever. At one point we had dong, but it wasn't penetrative dong. It was just, you know, hey, look, we've got dong. But yeah, it was that awkward, like with the alien kissing, like what we were talking about. You see two people kiss, but at the same time, you're like, I'd really rather not be watching them kiss this is not or working. approximate kissing Appro- Appro- and, and, and approximate 69 and approximate oral sex and appro- everything and then god i hate to say the word again but pants fucking i mean the, so like, much pants fucking. so much so much pants fucking just there's know, pants like, rape there's a whole rape sequence where emmanuel is looking for the diplomat out in the middle of the desert on the coast for some unknown reason, yeah. she drives out there. There's, yeah. It's not nothing there. Really, you don't have to listen to a single word of dialogue in this movie. It does. It is inconsequential. It does not matter. She shows up and then is promptly raped by two dudes that come out of nowhere because there's yeah. nowhere to come out of um, and rape her on a rock. Yeah. And yeah. they don't take off their pants. No, they don't take off their pants. They don't. There's it's pants raping and pants fucking in this in this whole thing whenever men are involved. Yeah. So up until this point, and, and I haven't even gotten to the quintessential scene in this movie. Okay. Yet. What did you think of this movie up until this point? Up until we get the very lackadaisical sunbathing pants rape sequence. I liked the girl and girl stuff. I thought that was kind of fun, but again, I also thought it it, it pulled the pulled the punches. Um, it was just it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. It was it was boring. It was incredibly boring. It was incredibly boring, and I never expect that from Franco. I expect weird. I expect strange. I expect my 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 brain to go, "Hey, what the fuck was that?" But with this, it was. It was, it was just boring. It wasn't, I mean, he had, he had some of his tropes where he had like that, you know, you realize that whenever, um, you know, she goes up in the club and the woman, the woman's like, who wants to come up and, you know, do whatever with my pussy. And she's the one who's in the bar who does it. So they have the, the club sex scene, which is very much a, <clears throat> a Franco thing, but it didn't ring true as a Franco film. And it didn't ring true as an Emmanuel film because I have a really hard time believing that a woman's going to like, like with Felicity, when, when we were watching Felicity, Felicity goes out there and has these sexual escapades and there's no repercussions. It's just this happy, go lightly. Like I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fuck people and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And, and I'm not going to get punished for my, for my activities. And in this one, halfway through the movie, like we were talking about, there's a fucking rape scene. Like this girl's going out. But I, did her husband plan for that to happen to her? Because he said he was going to get back at her. So was that like a planned thing? Or was it just two dudes who came, bearded dudes who came out of the woods and like raped her? I think it was happenstance. Because oh. I, I think at that point they were separated. So he was obviously, you know, totally disassociated with life itself he's just having sex ironically with the woman she cheated on in front of him at the club and he's just kind of despondent out at some random the castle on the the rock yeah the castle on the rock the house on the rock they went to wisconsin supposedly (laughs) Um, the carousel on the next yeah 
Yeah. Odin and Shadow are waiting for you. Yeah. So up until this point, uh, the film is very much a, a, a bunch of very boring one shot sequences where it feels like this is just a movie that just Franco is cranking out. Like yeah. just hitting record, letting it go, and then just editing it together with the, you know, the connective tissue is this narration from the noble Spaniard. So all of a sudden the noble Spaniard in a, like a, uh, he sees an opportunity <clears throat> to finally get with Emmanuel. And somehow charms his way into her bedroom and he tells her, baby, I'm going to teach you what it is to be loved by a noble Spaniard. This sequence had me laughing so fucking hard because one, as you had said, he pontificates about his philosophy on life, love and the sexes throughout the entire movie Mm -hmm. and how, you know, the the love lives of monogamous relationships are really pointless and the future is you know free-spirited swinging and you know the death of monogamy and all this then he becomes obsessed with watching his wife quote unquote cheat on him yeah he's a cuckold after this point the Um, whole time the the entire movie but the sequence so he lays emmanuel down on the bed he tells her Prepare yourself. You're about to feel and learn the love of a noble Spaniard. So he strips down limp <laughs> as a wet noodle, stands in front of her, naked, and does the sign of the cross before her. Then lays <laughs> proceeds to lay down on top uh... of her and, and <laughs> lazily hump her for. 30 seconds before he comes and she goes, ah. was it good for you? I guess. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm going to go in the bathroom for a minute. I'll, I gotta, I gotta wash off and pee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If yeah, you have, he gets if, you, if, if you have to ask, nope. no, nope. no, you no. have failed. You have failed miserably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, yeah. Yet somehow he gets laid again in this movie. All men do. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but there's always some woman willing to put up with your shit. So for, I guess for. <laughs> hour and a half we watched this the whole movie was worth it for that one sequence because doesn't he then gets up and goes i have to go pee pee and leaves the room yeah welcome to heterosexual sex yeah (laughs) not all heterosexual sex is that bad not all of it oh honey i've had all of it it is very interesting Very interesting. I will disagree with you on this. But anyways, we will walk. We will go on. Um, (laughs) And then nothing really happens for the rest of this movie. No, no. Um, This was one of the worst Jess Franco movies I have ever seen. Completely and utterly useless. If you absolutely needed to watch this, the perfect time to watch this is toss it on your TV. Look around your house. Oh, hey, 
this carpet could be vacuumed. Hey, Vacuum Derek. Hey, D- Derek. How's your lawn? Go out, mow the lawn. <laughs> come back in, fold some laundry, get the laundry yeah. done. Maybe toss it on the iPad. Go do some dishes, and come back. And every you know, it, you only need to check in every once every like 15 minutes 10 15 minutes whatever if you're lucky you'll miss the rape sequence yeah if you're lucky Mm -hmm. but uh if you really need to know i'll give you the time code for when the noble spaniard sequence comes up and you have to be quick about it because it only lasts three minutes oh my god well that's longer than most of the actual consensual acts lasted in this fucking movie (sighs) That's that's longer than my attention span held during this movie. Oh, so it was, it was bad. It was bad. Oh my gosh! Was there anything remotely interesting besides the mildly sexy lesbian sequence at the beginning? No. Okay, so let's let's get, move past this and move on to the Jackalman action. Paula, what are you going to give this miserable piece of shit? Uh, <laughs> half. Half a Jackalman. Half Very Jackalman. generous. Half a jackalman, very generous. Um, I love. What is the half a jackalman? Lesbian sex. Okay. And so there were there were some beautiful. I love. I love teeny tiny little euro titties, and there was some great porn bush. And so teeny tiny little euro titties and great porn bush, and a couple of really good uh, garter belts is all that gives this any sort of merit at all. It was bad. It was just bad. I would not recommend this to anyone. It's unfortunate that we're 0 for 2 on the yeah. podcast at Orgy Castle with Emmanuel because I will agree this is a half Jackalman movie. If I've ever seen a half Jackalman movie, and that half Jackalman is just because there's lots of naked women in this movie. Yeah, That's lot, it. lots and lots and lots of naked women and uh, simulated pussy licking. And like I said, bushes and beautiful little tiny elf tits. But other than that, mm-mm. but big deal. I mean, maybe like 11-year-old Derek would have been very excited by this movie. Yeah, but now you're almost, oh, my God, your birthday's coming up. <clears throat> you're going to be 42-year-old Derek. I'm going to be, I'm going to be 36 years old this year. You're, okay. <laughs> I'm going to be 27. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, baby. <laughs> So that's it. Another complete and utter fucking dud. I'm going to put it out there for the listeners. If you know of an actually good Emmanuel film, I'm thinking maybe like Emmanuel in America or Black Emmanuel. One of those two films may be worth us. Something, something that might not make our boners droop. What boner? My, My dick went into a coma during this movie. Never actually got to the point where it could droop. It was already drooping and just no. got droopier. Yeah. No, you'd have to get adrenaline shot into that penis to get any sort of reaction. There's a visual. Yeah, there Ooh. you go. So, uh. folks, let's go ahead and take a break and listen to Angelique Bone talk oh. about some literary smut on the book club at Orgy Castle. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Book Club at Orgy Castle. I'm your host, Angelique, coming at you live from the Snuggle Dungeon. <laughs> We're continuing on with the uh, last book in the uh, Big Bigfoot Erotica Bundle by Jacqueline de Cirque. Uh, 
This one is titled Broken In by the Bigfoot Gang. So yes, we're dealing with another um, virgin. <sighs> In this story, you've got Tabitha traveling to some trail in South America with her best friend Megan who she has a huge crush on and who she wants to do uh, you know sexy things with there in the rocks and hills that they're climbing so they go and start climbing and there's a rock slide and Megan almost falls and Tabby saves her and then they get undressed and get it on right there on the crumbling trail uh, with disastrous results. Let me just say this. If you're ever in a situation where the trail just washes right out from under you, you want to move to a different, more secure location if you're going to 69 each other. Not that I'm talking from experience. <laughs> I always, you know, keep it on flat land. <laughs> but anyway, so in the middle of their little uh, get-together, uh, the ground falls out from under them, but they're saved. They're both caught by, you guessed it, Sam Scranches, the big feet, because there's multiple of them. Of course, I, I don't know if Bigfoot is like deer, is the name itself a plural? I'm no scholar, but whatevs. We'll leave that to the, uh, the folks up in Washington to decide. <laughs> anyway, um, they're buck naked and surrounded by big feet. Tabby passes out and comes to after having a weird dream of seeing Megan, uh, you know, stroking a baseball bat, which you know what that is. But she's really awake and this is really happening. And again, with the Bigfoot musk overtakes you, you know, animals in the wild stink. And I would just think that a Bigfoot doesn't smell good, regardless of the musk that's wafting off of them, which the musk is probably not something you want to smell. I just, ugh. I don't know. What do you think a Bigfoot smells like? Tell us on our Facebook page. <laughs> anyway, so of course the musk overtakes them and... Tabby gets uh, double teamed by two Bigfoot while Megan handles the other. And um, right now it's just a bunch of hands and mouths action. And they get doused with Sasquatch semen. Then in a remarkable twist, which kind of I found amusing, uh, the, the, the big feet drag the women out of the cave and throw them <laughs> in the river and wash them off so they're ready for the next go-around. And oh boy, is there a next go-around. There's just a flat-out Bigfoot orgy and uh, Tabby gets uh, DP'd by two Bigfoot and Megan and another Bigfoot joins in and... Uh, the end of the story 
finds Megan and Tabby living together. And uh, Megan just took a pregnancy test. And it's positive. So she's carrying Bigfoot's love child. So hopefully there will be a follow-up to this story because I'm kind of curious to see what happens when humans mate with Bigfoot. (laughs) This one's fun. Uh, Bigfoot, any cryptid erotica is just a good time. Completely and totally unrealistic, but what's the harm in a little fantasy sometimes, right? (laughs) At any rate, until next time, bye! So we're going to take a week off on the podcast. No, no, we've got one next week. And then we're going to do a week off the next podcast. Oh, I thought that was. We've got Catholic nuns in Ropel next week, baby. Oh, I number 30, bitch. Am I completely off on our schedule? We just got a lot going on, honey bun. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) next week. We are watching. Oh my gosh! I, I Catholic cannot believe this. nuns in rope hell. Uh, We're back to the Japanese BDSM motherfucker. And, and remember, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, Paula. We don't have subtitles for this movie. We'll make up our own. So, listeners, if you've been waiting for your opportunity to jump in on the Patreon page, hey. and join us on a rabbit. This is going to be an epic session. Because everyone's going to have to try and make sense of this movie together. This is the filthiest Mystery Science Theater 3000 you ever encountered. So please go to the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash all the gimmicks and jump in on the $6.66 tier so you Do can it. join it. Mm-hmm. Highway 666. 666. And you will get to do Mystery Science <clears throat> Theater Porn Thousand on Catholic nuns in rope hell so thousand yes <laughs> until next time mistress paula parting words well you know I, I i can think of a few things less painful than uh the inconfessible orgies of emmanuel needle in the dick mm-hmm. satan is the name she goes by There's a lot of devil in her eyes Kiss a fire that burns you well She breaks your heart and it hurts like Oh, words can't tell Oh